Well, there is a new development in the Rush shooting case against actor Alec Baldwin. For more, we're joined by entertainment editor Peter Ford. Pete, what's happened? Yeah, this ongoing saga, but today is a good day for Alec Baldwin. He'd be very, very happy. So the long and the short of it is that as of today, the worst case scenario that he's facing would be 18 months in jail. Still pretty horrible, but it's a lot better than six and a half years. So the charge that has been dropped was the one that actually had attached to it a firearms clause, so that if it did involve the use of a firearm, which of course this situation did, that was a mandatory five-year attachment to the charge. Mandatory. So that one is now gone. So they'd be very, very happy about that. This is a big win for them, bearing in mind, of course, this movie is about to go into production again. And once again, Alec Baldwin will be on the set and he'll be working with the widower of Helena Hutchins on that set, who's now the executive producer. So it is not over by a long shot. I suspect he will still have some sleepless nights, but nonetheless, it looks a lot better for him moving forward than it did yesterday. Okay. Prince Harry and Meghan uh, might be taking legal action against South Park. Yeah, it might be. There's rumblings about this. We, we certainly know that they don't seem to have a great sense of humour about themselves. I said to you last week when we showed this clip, I said very interestingly, and I think cunningly, uh, they did not use any actual reference to Prince Harry or to Meghan. They were not named as such, which doesn't mean they couldn't pursue legal action, but it certainly would means it would complicate and slow things down. I think if they did go down this path, it'd be a really bad look. If anything, it would only create even more interest in what the, the, the send-up is all about. In America, there's also a defence in defamation cases of satire and parody, and that's clearly what would be called in, to say this is a send-up, lighten up, we're just having a laugh, we don't mean to be mean. They would also have to show damages. It can't just be a case of this hurt our feelings or we didn't find it funny. They would have to be able to show that their brand had been damaged in some fashion. And of course that in itself would be a really interesting debate yes. to have. Yeah, this was of course after they embarked on a, a worldwide privacy tour as part, yeah, of, that, yeah. as part of that skit. Yeah. You uh, call it privacy, I call it book promotion. That's right, yeah. that's right. And, and docu-series behind the scenes of their life series. Yeah. Okay, it's all a matter of perspective, yes. isn't it? Uh, Pete, Ed Sheeran has responded to rumours surrounding King Charles' upcoming coronation. Yeah, so the big coronation, the concert the day after, all big-name stars are meant to be in it. The story had done the rounds that Adele had knocked it back and also Ed Sheeran had knocked it back. And the suggestion was they'd knocked it back to somehow or other align themselves or because of their friendship with Harry and Meghan. Well, a spokesman for Ed Sheeran has said, well, we've never had any invitation extended. So we couldn't decline it because we never had one in the first place. Now, as it happens, he's performing in the United States the day before the coronation concert. So technically, he could get back in time to do it, although there's no rehearsal time to be involved. But what I find even more interesting is that a big gala concert like this requires enormous amount of prep. I would have thought the invitations to who's going to be performing would have well and truly been out by now. You have to have negotiations with manage management, not just about simple things like appearance fees, etc., but also about how you're going to stage the performance of the artist. And I would think by this point in time, anybody who's going to be a part of it has been asked and has accepted. Mm. 
Harry Styles has been sending Aussie fans wild. We would expect nothing less from Harry. We would. Yeah, we love a bit of mania, you know, for our visiting pop star. We saw JT's report before, and he certainly captured that excitement from the mostly young people who were all there. But what I did think was really terrific of Harry was to go to the effort to learn how to do Daryl Braithwaite's horses. And, of course, it got the crowd going. That's a really great compliment for any artist to go to that trouble to learn a new song just for our audience. I remember some years ago going to see Liza and she did a performance of Tenderfield Sadler and it just had people crying that, mm. that she did it so beautifully and she'd gone to the effort of doing that. So here is a little... And also in this clip I'll show you, Harry's really comfortable doing the patter with the audience and setting it up and sending it up. So here is Harry Styles last night in Perth. I've been playing it a couple times here and there, and any time you're around an Australian person, this happens. I'm over there. I'm over there. I'm playing the role of an Australian person. The song starts in three, two, one. What do I breathe with? So not just that, but he did the shoey as well. What more can a visiting artist give to this country than to learn a local anthem and then to go and do the shoey live on stage? This person is an honorary Australian as of today. You ask a good question, Pete. What more? What I, more could he give? What? He's just got it all worked out, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Cool. He's cool. Just, he's just got it all worked out. Do you know what? All those international fans now will be going, we love that horse's song. Like, exactly. I hope he actually sort of does a proper recording of it. It'd be cool. It, it would go on. Yeah, yeah it, absolutely. It is one would. of the all-time great greats. We've known it for years. The rest of the world needs to know it. Hey, thanks, yeah. Pete. Can Thank we talk you. to you later? You will. Bye. Okay.